Welcome back, all you mobile gamers, to the tenth episode of the Tiny Nimble Podcast, a game show focused a game a game show. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to the game show. <laughs> A show focused on mobile gaming hosted by me, Tiny Little Games, and the son of Odin himself, Nimblethor. Today we're going to talk about some cool upcoming releases, Nimblethor has an amazing announcement, as well as how the lockdown has changed our mobile gaming habits. Before we get too far, if you're listening on a platform where you can leave a like, subscribe, or rate this show, you're more than welcome to do so. YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes all look at engagement rates when they decide which content to feature. So if you're enjoying this show and want to help support and grow the podcast, that's one of the best ways to do so, and we would really appreciate the help. But as always, the best way to start this show is with our righteous recommendations. Nimble Thor, take it away. Thank you very much. So, my righteous recommendation of this month or this episode, the big 1 0, you know, the 10th episode. Dun, 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 is, dun. Yep, Idle <laughs> Legend. This is essentially the same core idea as we saw it in AFK Arena for those who've played that game. So, that means it's a strategy RPG game with a relatively, you know, relatively friendly monetization system, at least for this genre of games. And then with a mix of active gameplay, and of course, it, it's kind of in the name, idle gameplay. But the new thing is that Idle Legends introduces, and I'm about to laugh here, <laughs> I can barely contain myself. It introduces that we have to place our heroes on a chessboard. I kid you not, exactly like in an auto chess game. So, so it basically mixes auto chess and AFK arena, and I laughed, you laughed, I heard that. <laughs> yes. I think, you know, this is weird, but for some reason it just kind of works. I've really been enjoying this game uh, more than I thought I would. I played AFK Arena back when that released. I really enjoyed that as well. Also, more than I thought I would. AFK games, I, I hate to admit it, but they, they're, starting, they're starting to grow on me, you know. Uh, I like myself a good idle game at this point, and that wasn't the case a few years ago. I, I, yep. To be honest, if you go back and listen to some of my videos back then, I was kind of hating on those types of games, but these days, I... I can play an idle game. I mean, that's fine. I, I still don't like games that act as if they are not idle games and then they fill it up with auto systems, but but a properly made idle game, I mean, that's that's just down my alley. Don't know how you feel about that. Do you play idle games? I'm kind of in the same boat. I started out the same way. A few, like you said, a few years back, I, I despised idle games, but if they <laughs> do the mechanics right and if, you know, if it can pique my interest, I can enjoy myself a little bit of idling. I think you should check this one out. Idle Legend. It's pretty cool. I actually have one more recommendation, and I, I asked. I asked if this was okay. <laughs> I, I'm I got the big it. thumbs up. I will allow from, it. <laughs> you will allow it. Thank you, my good sir. So my, my second recommendation, you're getting sort of a... Two for two for one deal here is that Gwent Gwent released recently on, on Android and iOS and I'm really liking it. It's uh, for those who don't know, it's a collectible card game originating from the the Witcher games, which I believe you actually played and I didn't. Right? Yes. You played yes. the the Witcher. Yeah, you liked it. I loved it. I played The Witcher oh, three did. multiple times and I played Gwent more so than I played The Witcher three. I feel like. Perfect. Okay, so see, I didn't. Right. So I'm, I'm coming. I'm coming at this game just as a completely ordinary mobile gamer having not played any of those fancy PC and, and console games, but I really like this one. It's a fresh air, a breath of fresh air into the CCG mobile scene, I feel like. Uh, really enjoyed it. If you haven't tried it yet, that's also a, an easy recommendation. What's unique about it? Well, you know, both me both me and Tiny, I think, have, have done videos on this game, so you can go watch go, go watch those, <laughs> hint, hint. Um, but, but in general, it's just, it's a slightly different take on, on the traditional CCG gameplay. But still, with enough of the same gameplay that, you know, if you enjoy a game like Hearthstone and, and so on, then 
I think you might enjoy Gwent as well. It does take up a lot of space, though. So just a fair warning. I think it's almost three gigabytes or something like that. It's pretty hefty, but it does also look so fantastic. I mean, that's part of why I enjoy playing the game. I think I can play a game with bad graphics if it has good gameplay, but sometimes when a game has really great graphics, that's you know that's also appealing in and of itself to me at least. And Gwent is one of those games that has like both really great graphics and fantastic gameplay. And I good point. I enjoy the heck out of Gwent because. It's really a game of thinking. Like you really have to know your cards and what they're going to do. And mm. there's those moments where you're like, you might be losing, but you decide to pass on a round because you know you have more cards in your deck. So you might yes. win that next round. Yeah. It's just this whole little dynamic um, that goes along with it. And yeah, Gwent is a, an amazing game and they changed a lot. This version um, is, a, is completely different than the one that was in the Witcher three not completely, but they changed a lot of some of like the way you go about mm. um, making your decisions and whatnot. Um, it's still Gwent no matter what, but it's such an enjoyable experience. I guess it's worth pointing out when you said losing one round, just for those who haven't played it, that one of the unique things about Gwent is that you actually play up to three rounds. Mm -hmm. So if you win two rounds, uh, then you will have won the match completely, but um, but you can go into the third round if if you and your opponent each wins one of the first two rounds, and you can basically decide, which was what Tiny said before, you can basically decide if you want to uh, skip this round or like pause, not pause, stop this round here and just go to the next one. Uh, and there might be strategic reasons mm -hmm. for for exactly. why to do that. And also just really loved that there are so many cards that impact other cards. And not just in like not just impacting the next card you play, but impacting the third, fourth, and you know, fifth card. I was about mm -hmm. to say game. Fifth card <laughs> that uh, that you play, which is so really interesting. There's some cards that grow stronger and stronger every time you play a new card that has a higher power than 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 that card. So it has one power to begin with, but as you then keep playing more and more cards, this just grows in power and it can essentially turn into like a nine or ten power card, which is a really powerful card in uh, in that game. Anyway, I, so there we go. I, I just wanted to give a quick re recommendation and we're talking about it for a few minutes now. I love that game. Uh, hopefully some of you who haven't tried it yet, but like CTGs, will will go check it out now. I, I don't think it's going to disappoint you, but you also have a righteous recommendation. So let's get to that one. What, what's your... Uh, What's your game of this episode? I'm going to second you on Gwent um, just briefly. Um, that's mm -hmm. a recommenda recommendation for sure. Um, but my other righteous, righteous recommendation is going to be Solo Knight. It's a game called Solo Knight. Not Soul Knight. No, not Soul. Yes, not to be confused with Soul Knight. This is S-O-L-O. -S -O -L -O. I almost didn't know how to spell yeah. Solo. <laughs> um, it's tough. Yes. Speaking of idle type games, I would actually kind of uh, put this into that category. It's very similar to Nonstop Night. So basically mm. Nonstop Night was your character runs around, kills enemies, you go to a boss fight, you collect loot, and you upgrade them and all that fun stuff. It's the very same premise, except with Solo Night, you actually can control the character a lot more. So you tap where you want him to be while he's doing his attacks. Let's say you're fighting a boss and that boss is like super challenging. This game has really super challenging bosses, which is awesome. Nice. And you want to position your character behind the boss you want him to shoot his arrows or you might want to switch weapons to you know um, go to more of a melee weapon or something like that so um, it's really like the player input is there uh, but then there's also the idle mechanics where he you know you'll take on rounds and rounds while you're not playing the game and then you get your loot ah. and stuff like that um, upgraded gear all that stuff and another, another cool aspect of it is the actual um, art style it's like this cool little like I call it in the video I did I called it like a paper Mario type thing like the characters look like um, paper basically 
like colored in <laughs> sketched papers. So when your characters move, let's say they go a different direction, he'll actually flip like a piece of paper and start walking that other direction, which I thought was really cool. And it's another one of those games where it's like uh, it was an it's an idle type game. And I'm not really a big fan of those type of games. But yet there's enough player input to where I'm kind of engaged in what I'm doing. I really enjoyed yeah, Solo Night. Yeah, that's that's cool to hear because that was one of the things I liked less about Nonstop Night, especially Nonstop Night mm-hmm. Two. I actually quite liked the first one, to be honest. But but the second one, I I was kind of missing some sort of player input, right? Or exactly. more player input than than that game at least offered. That sounds really cool. I I, I guess I should check out that game. Yeah, you should definitely. It's in early access right now, so it might not be everywhere. But once it comes out, I definitely suggest giving Solo Night a play. Right. Yeah. Right. It it might not be available in Denmark yet. In the U.S., it's available, right? I mean, you downloaded it off of Google Play? Yep, downloaded it off Google Play, oh, yeah. That's cool. All right, so moving on, we're going to talk about some um, exciting upcoming releases and some new games that have came out recently. Um, we're not going to talk about all new games that have released because a lot of games have came out since we've last met together. Yeah. Um, but we do want to talk about a few of them. So one of them being Dead by Daylight has finally released on mm. Android. Um, those Dead by Daylight fans who played it on PC um, or on consoles might be super interested. It's kind of like one of those, what is it, like a, a four-player versus um, another player who's the bad guy or the enemy. Yeah. And you kind of go around sneaking around have to escape or kill him um i never had a chance to play it on pc so i am super excited to try to give it a shot on um on android i don't know if you've ever played have it's, you played dead by daylight it's also out it's also out on ios right i just when when we say android I, oh yes it's I both apologize. out on, on android and, yep. and ios i think and yeah it, it is indeed those you know one of those four versus one uh, horror games multiplayer right so real-time multiplayer mm-hmm. um which is which is cool i guess i, I played it uh, it was soft released in denmark so i got to play it uh, some weeks back i haven't fully formed my my full opinion on the game yet <laughs> it's okay it's not bad it's just it, it's very dark maybe even it was at least when I tried it that might have changed of course but but it was very dark to the point of making it almost not enjoyable for me but that doesn't that's very subjective though that doesn't mean that it's a bad game or that other people aren't gonna enjoy it uh, I I would love to have some more time with the game and then actually maybe do a full video on it but I I don't think I don't see this turning into one of those games that I'll keep playing and mm. also there's there has already been another fall versus one game on mobile right oh there's been um, another one uh, I really like en- this one I really enjoyed that one too uh v something or or, or I can't think identity of it. V identity V oh right. you were so on it yes identity V so very similar to that and I really enjoyed identity V see identity V was interesting because it's basically dead by daylight but it just released I guess one and a half year earlier so they're just they were onto the mobile market before Dead by Daylight was, and I think they snacked up a good, a good chunk of the potential audience who could have been interested in, in Dead by Daylight. And I remember when that game launched, Identity V, I think it got something crazy like 10 million downloads within the first few days uh, worldwide. It, I remember it being really crazy, like everyone was downloading that game. Um, and that was really cool. I mean, it had some some nice story to it and a bit of a long tutorial as far as I remember, but it was still a great game. So if Dead by Daylight is, is anything like that, which it is, I mean, it is the same type of game, essentially. I guess, I, I guess you know, it's, it's a recommendation as well. I guess it's a new release, but also something that I think a lot of people will enjoy. Uh, the four versus one aspect of the game basically means that one plays, I, I guess, basically a monster. I mean, it's a horror-themed game, right? Like, you, you, you play as someone who's 
trying to catch people and slaughter them. Like, yeah, <laughs> there's like no nice way villain. of saying that. Yeah, you're like, the villain, yeah, you're serial the villain. killer, whatever you are. Guy with and a mask. <laughs> the exactly. Guy with the mask. And, and, you, and you have to catch people and then trap them. And the four players f- fighting against you, they, they're trying to get away from you and get away out of the map within a certain uh, time limit. They have to survive and then get out at the end of that time limit to, to the rescue point. And the four players that are against you, if you're playing as a villain, they work together, of course. Like, they can heal each other. They can help each other out of traps if they get trapped. Uh, they can they can temporarily stun you as, as the villain. And it's... I think this is one of those games where if you have people to play it with, this could be so much fun. Like mm-hmm. if you were chatting with your friends teamwork, and like playing. Yeah. yeah, teamwork is a big factor of this game. But when you play with random people online, you might get a, a worse experience because people are not doing what you expect them to do. Like yeah. people are new <laughs> to the game and you get just frustrated with that. Whereas the same frustration or the same type of thing happening could be fun if it was between friends, you know? Yeah, um, it's kind of like um, uh, they did the Jason game, the Friday the 13th game. They did, um, I think Resident Evil has one out called, um, not Revolution, Resident Evil Revolution, something like that. This was a big genre um, for the, over hmm. the past couple of years, the four versus one. Um, I never could really get into it. A lot of people like it. So if you like it, you might want to give it a try on mobile. Absolutely. And then next up we have, oh yes, I did want to talk about this release that um, came out. It's the Gameloft Classics. Um, 20 Mm. years of Gameloft, everybody. So, and I didn't realize Gameloft was around for 20 years. So when I heard this was released, I was kind of um, excited to see, well, what's all this about? So I downloaded it and yeah, it's basically a bunch of Gameloft games that were created before there was... Uh, mobile versions of the games I guess a lot of them are um sprite based 2d type games you have like a bubble pop game you have Mm. I guess Nova is on there um it's a 2d Nova is a 2d side scroller in this version which I didn't even know existed um what else was on there Gangstars Modern Combat is on there but like I said it's a 2d side scroller so it's very interesting if um anybody wants to check out the origins of Gameloft and how they kind of got their start this is before the big mobile craze um, they really don't make games like this anymore, honestly. And from no. what I can tell, there's no in-app purchases. It's just the games. But I think you, yeah, there's no, there's no monetization, no in-app purchases, yeah. no ads, right? I, yeah, I think it's just no completely, ads. completely free. Just sort of, which surprised me honestly, because GameLoft, I I wouldn't say they're the worst company with the monetization, but they're not. You know, they they are a bit aggressive in some of the games. You would expect it, yeah. Yeah, so like they're not the worst out there, but. But still, you know, but but they've released some big franchises, of course. Like, if people are hearing Gameloft and, and that doesn't ring a bell, I mean, they've made games like the Asphalt series mm-hmm. of, of racing games. I, I think that's safe to say that's probably the most popular racing game on mobile, at least racing game franchise. Oh, for um, sure, yeah. And then they released lots of Disney stuff, you know, with Disney characters. And they've also released some other, yeah, the Nova, as you said, and Modern Combat series. Seriouses? Wow. Serious, I guess. That's how you're, you say that. You're serious about your modern combat. I'm serious about this <laughs> stuff, guys. Yeah, but but that's, you know, that's Gameloft, right, for those who didn't know. And I didn't know, and I think you mentioned this in the pre-show as well, I didn't know that they had been around for 20 years. Uh, no idea, yeah. I had no idea. But this is a cool little thing for, you know, if you've played the classics, this is probably brilliant, right? You get to re replay them, rediscover them. And some of them, I think... I might be wrong about this, what I'm about to say now, but I think some of them were Flash games, like Flash browser games, yeah. some of them. And yeah, some of them the cool came thing out about on, them, on web or whatnot, right? Yeah. Yeah, so the cool thing about them being preserved is that Flash is going away, right? So you, you can't, if you're using Google Chrome, for example, very soon you won't even be able to enable Flash even if you wanted to. Right now, for, for many years, it's been like you, you have to manually enable it. 
Um, but very soon it'll be gone forever. And I think it's the same on Safari and, and probably Firefox as well. So this is probably the only way to preserve these games, which is really cool. Now we've got some upcoming games as well, because these, I mean, these are out right now, Dead by Daylight and in Gameloft Classic, but there are some upcoming games that is that are getting a lot of hype as well. Area F2 is a game, I, I literally, I just heard about it today uh, on our mobile gaming Discord server, hint, hint, but apparently this game has been getting so much attention. Their Facebook page for this game has over 150,000 likes, and it's a, it's a close quarter first person shooter. That's how the developers themselves describe it. Um, I know you were comparing it to another game in the pre-show. Yeah, Tiny, so, so like I looked at, looks I like... watched the trailer for it, and I was like, holy moly, this looks like Rainbow Six Siege. Like, ah, Rainbow it, Six Siege. Yes, right. it's dead-on Rainbow Six Siege-type like gameplay where you pick your class, you go in there, you use like you know your little drones to find enemies, you sneak around corners, you take them down. Um, and I played a lot of Rainbow Six Siege when it came out, and I really enjoyed it. And if this is anything close to Rainbow Six Siege, I'm kind of excited for it. And I'm like you, I just heard about this game today so you told me about it and i went and looked at it and i was like um this game looks pretty cool so it's definitely on my radar and maybe the best part is that if you are on android there's actually an open beta but you have to go to the website and download the apk installation file directly from the website if you're on ios or you prefer not to download a, an apk even though this is off of their official website so it should be okay but if you prefer not to do that uh, there is also a beta i think in some countries on ios at least there is an ios link on the website so go check that out maybe you live in a country where you can play the beta but this is i, I haven't played it it's upcoming uh, i did download the apk just today getting a lot of attention Wanted to bring it up to, to you guys. Maybe some of you guys listening have heard of the game in that case. I mean, we'd love to hear what you what you think about it or if you know why it's getting so much hype. I don't really get it, uh, but now I'm excited. I, I guess I bought into the, the hype cycle for this for The this hype game. train. The you hype bought, train. You bought right. a ticket to the hype train. I did indeed. I know that you bought a ticket for for another game, though, for, for the hype train for another game, Dead Cell. Right? Oh, definitely bought a ticket to that. <laughs> so, yeah, Dead Cell, actually, we finally have a release date for Dead Cells. June 3rd is the official release date, and let's hope it stays that way. I'm super excited to finally get to play it. I know it's been out on iOS. Um, it was out on consoles, I think, two years ago. Um, it's a mm. side-scrolling, roguelike type game with awesome-tastic um, graphics and all this cool stuff. And I've been waiting and waiting for Dead Cells to come out. It was supposed to come out on Android, I think, in 2019, but they had to push it back. So now that we have yeah. a, a date, it's finally going to release. It will be a premium title. I'm actually pretty sure it will be. Um, I'm not sure on what price it, it will it be. It will. Yeah, it yeah. will be. On iOS, it sits at, at $9 US okay. right now. Just yeah. check this. $9 US and... Uh, it's number 11. It ranked 11 in role-playing, like in the role-playing genre. It's a, I mean, that just says something about how good of a game this probably is. Haven't played it myself. I've also been looking forward to it. And I guess this is good news for those who like premium games because this should, this should based on, on what other people are saying, what other people's, there we go again, what other people are saying, English, I can speak it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what other people are saying about this game is that it's, um, it's brilliant. Like it, it's some of the best I've ever played. So... It's been missing on Android, but now it's finally coming. June 3rd. Was that it? June 3rd? June that's a date 3rd. That's a date. To. Put that yeah. on your calendar, everybody. Now, the next one is actually also a shooter. So another shooter. This is a bit of a rumor, I guess, because this wasn't actually directly confirmed officially. But then again, to some extent it was, because there's there's this rumor that a cross-platform Warframe game is going to release. I guess it's the I guess it's the PC and console Warframe, but just on mobile then, since it's, it's cross-platform. And they didn't directly announce 
that this would would be happening. But in a quarterly or annual report for you know financial report of the company who who's developing this game, they mentioned that they they wanted to focus on mobile in the future, um, not become a mobile first company, but they wanted to bring their experiences to mobile with cross platform experiences. And I quote: to leverage the su- success of the PC you know PC games. Um, I guess it was more paraphrasing, actually, not a quote. But they want to they want to leverage the success and they want to create cross-platform games. And then you look at the company and you see, okay, so Warframe is their most successful game. They're probably going to bring Warframe to mobile, which would be kind of a big deal. Warframe is a free-to-play um, shooter game, sci-fi shooter game on, on PC and consoles. And it's actually it's a really popular game, and I'm surprised it's still so popular. I looked it up. It's also being streamed a lot a lot on Twitch, you know, YouTube videos are being created about this game still, you know, years after release. It's a pretty solid game. I played it in the beginning when it when it first released and really enjoyed it as well. Um, not sure if you've played it or maybe yeah, more so, recently have played it. So one thing about this, about Warframe is that the developers are really like good about doing updates, adding new content, um, all kinds of stuff. So I played a lot in the beginning. I checked in about a year or two ago and then I checked in a little bit recently on it and a lot changes. The game is kind of like always evolving and the way they do their monetization is is actually probably one of the best I've seen. So you can actually pay for like, you know, the in-game currency to get um, items or whatnot, but you can also grind it and when you grind, you actually grind the earned in-game currency so if you put enough time into it i mean and it's not a super duper grind but you do gotta grind um you can actually earn the in-game currency yourself purchase those items so i mean i have a friend who plays the heck out of warframe and he has not spent a dime on the game and he has a lot of the premium content just by grinding so i think their monetization model has been very successful for them um it's made Mm. them last they're always updating content so by adding a mobile version if they do because we know it's all rumor um i think it could just take it to the next level for them especially crossplay. imagine you know playing it on the bus or playing it on the go at the park and then coming home and and continuing that grind which is you know which is kind of awesome if you have a game that 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 has a lot of grinding involved the best thing is to be able to play it anywhere (laughs) yeah and i think that's that is a trend i mean this is certainly where the games industry is going everyone is trying to do this in different ways Stadia, you know, Microsoft X Cloud, all those streaming platforms, mm-hmm. that's basically what they're trying to achieve. You also have, you know, in the MMORPG space, this is obviously also a huge trend. RuneScape can now be played on mobile and on PC. Uh, you've got Albion Online, a bit more, f- it's a bit more unknown than RuneScape, but it's also an MMORPG that you can also play on mobile, uh, I think, and on and on PC. And in the, in the shooter genre, of course, we've got Fortnite, we've got, there's just, you know, PUBG, there's just so many yep. games, and there are more and more these days, and they all want to do cross-platform play. Um, not not all of the ones I mentioned here does have, like, proper cross, cross-platform, but uh, for all of them, what's true is that it's the same, like, it is pretty much the same game, right? Like, it's not a, it's not a mobile port of the game, it's not a lowered lower quality version of it it is actually the full game uh just playable on mobile that's the awesome aspect about it is that there it's the exact game that you're playing so it's not yeah. like you're missing out on anything by playing on mobile exactly and i was actually i mean even just the other day you know i, I was having i was having trouble sleeping and i was like oh, okay i'll grab my phone i'll, I'll just play something because then you know if i'm lying in bed and playing something typically i fall asleep and and what do i boot up well i just needed something kind of i didn't have to think too much about so i booted up runescape and i started grinding you know in that game just collecting collecting ores killing some easy monsters and it was just kind of a, a relaxing experience whereas when playing it on pc i'll go a bit more hardcore on it i'll, I'll play more aggressively and really to optimize everything but on mobile i just play to pass time right and <laughs> just to have something to do that that 
that makes me feel like I'm progressing towards something. I guess that's at the end of the day, that's basically gaming, right? Like you making you feel like you're progressing towards something or experiencing something. At least maybe it's just the RPG player in me. I think of it in terms of achieving something, right? Yeah, <laughs> the exactly. The RPG yeah. player is like, I got to level up. What do I have to level up? I don't care. Just let me level up in something, right? <laughs> a character, a skill. I need to progress in something. So you, you you say you play it to fall asleep. So do you like fall asleep and the game's still running and then you wake up, your character's dead or something? Or <laughs> No, actually no, in the case of RuneScape, I, I just, well, I I don't do this often. It was just that one night and, and I, was, I, was, I was playing RuneScape because why not? And I was just collecting resources in the game. So you can't really die like, oh, it was in a safe yeah. area. You're just doing, yeah. I was just smart. Yeah. yeah. Um, I started out killing some creatures, but then I went on to just doing that, and then eventually I fall, fell asleep, and you know the game turns off or the phone screen turns off when I don't touch it for a while, and then I, it, it's not advisable, of course, to <laughs> like to fall uh, fall asleep with a phone playing a game because it can run a bit hot, you know, depending on what game you're playing. But yeah, that happened. That was a bit of a segue, or not a segue, sort of a, a, a branch for this conversation somewhere else. But um, yeah, that that's why I like. RPG games. I like my relaxed RPG games, and I like games that I can pick up on a phone and, and then continue on a PC. Uh, there we go, segueing back on topic. Yes, uh, <laughs> which was what you <laughs> brought up, it. right? Yep. That you could you have crossplay. Yeah, we, we've got more games. We've got more games to go, get yep. to, right? Uh, Spy Jinx, Spy Jinx by Epic Games. Is there more to say? I mean, it's an interesting one because it's Epic Games, right? Yeah, Epic Games. I feel is like all you least, need to say. <laughs> at least at this point, when it, like whenever they, and I don't know how well I. I, I do know how they created Fortnite. That's how they got that status, right? But at this point, it's like, if they do something, people are listening. Mm-hmm. We're paying at, attention. At that's the sense I get. Yeah, you're paying attention, right? Um, there's no news on when this new game of theirs will actually globally release, but it is in beta in some countries on iOS already, so you, you guys can go check it up. Spy Jinx. And when it eventually releases on Android, as you were saying in the pre-show, it's not going to release on Google Play. And why is that? Nope, not at all. So <laughs> so Epic Games, um, they have this whole thing with Google Play where they won't release their games on Google Play. It started out with Fortnite. Fortnite was originally going to release on Google Play because um, it released on the App Store on iOS. Uh, however, um, Epic Games, basically, they allow you to sideload the apps onto Android devices. Epic um, doesn't want to pay the, I think... I don't know if it's 30% or whatever yep, the percentage is, yeah, that they have to store the game on um, on Android's App Store. So mm. ever since that happened, Epic Games has only released their mobile games. I think Battle Breakers was the most recent one they released, and I, I had to play that game. You have to go to the Epic Game Store on, like, your phone, and you have to basically sideload it. So you'll never find these games on Google Play, at least for the time being. They're not playing nice with each other. <laughs> they got The question beef. is if it's actually worth it. Is it really worth it for Epic Games? I mean... That's true. I guess with Fortnite, I guess we, I get it, right? It was so popular and it was making so much money having to pay 30% off of, like imagine having mm-hmm. to pay Google 30% off of a billion US dollars. Yep. Right? I mean, these are the kind of numbers we're talking about. Like $100 million in a single month, right? Like a billion dollar maybe over a year or a year and a half on mobile. Um, 30% of that, that's a lot, like $300 million, right? Uh, and then I guess the calculation they did with, with, with Fortnite was that, hey, yeah, we're going to lose some users, but, you know, the people who want to play Fortnite, they're going to go ahead and download uh, or sideload this game on Android. And I'm just not sure if it's the same for Spy Jinx and other games that are mobile first and that many people don't know about yet. There is, after all, some discoverability. on. There's not a lot, but there's a bit on Google Play and on the App Store. And I'm just wondering if... If Epic Games just not wanting to engage with that at all is really a good idea for them moving forward, and I think Spy Jinx in many in many ways will kind of be the one that has to prove that 
their strategy of not releasing on Google Play is one that's actually going to work. Yeah, and I am I am super interested and I didn't really even think of it that way. You're right because discoverability is a big feature or is a big feature and if nobody mm. realizes or knows that these games are coming out, like I said Battlebreakers was one, now we have Spy Jinx. Um it's going to be hard for them, I feel like to yeah. get those games out there and then push them because it's not like uh, you know it's not like they can advertise it on their app or on their or something along those no, lines exactly. so yeah that's yeah. interesting now the game itself by the way it seems like for good reason i mean i haven't played it you haven't played it but it seems like almost a a, a clash the, the developer probably wouldn't like me to bring up this example <laughs> or compare it to this game but it looks a bit like a clash of clans type of game but hear me out uh, you know you set up your defenses and you try to get through other players defensive setups but then it has this whole spy theme and it seems that the big difference is that you're actually controlling your group of spies like heroes and and they have you know you have to guide them through the opponent's base and you have to avoid traps and i guess decipher passwords and like i don't know exactly how it works but that's what it looks like from from the gameplay footage i have seen and i mean that's i guess that could be kind of interesting a fresh take on on this type of you set up your base others set up their bases and you attack each other type of game i mean it worked for clash of clans uh, almost not not exactly 10 years ago but like seven years ago maybe it's gonna work for spy jinx in this new setting i i do wonder though if it's actually gonna take off but but in any case, it's Epic Games, as I said. Epic Games, it's going to be interesting. You, I'll have to check it out. I think a lot of people are going to check it out. If you if you spend a lot of time playing mobile games, you're probably, to some extent, looking forward to this game or at least curious to see what it what it is that Epic Games is you know ha- have come up with. I am interested because they have been pushing um, creating more mobile content. I've noticed that um, mm. over re- recently. And so they must, they know there's a market there for it, which of course there is. Um, they must be getting some sort of success with their mobile versions of games. So I am curious to see them going forward to see how well Spy Jinx does, see what else they can come up with. Um, I mean, Epic Games is a brand name at this point. So let's mm-hmm. let's just see what they can do. I will say that I see them being more successful at creating mobile games than other developers, such as like Ubisoft, for example, created the Quest yeah. for Mighty Loot, let's say. And that game kind of in the end became like a throwaway game to me i just it didn't hold my attention it didn't keep me going so um if anything i feel like epic games is doing a little bit of a better job at creating more quality games for mobile um battle breakers i'm not sure how popular it is right now but i did enjoy it a lot and i could see people still enjoying it so if anybody can do it i think epic games is in going in the right direction i do agree um so let's just see what happens i mean hopefully this is a game that releases at some point towards the end of this year this is one of those types of games that you know maybe they'll have it ready by december or like for christmas uh, that'd be my best guess but we don't actually have a release date yet there's one more game in terms of like upcoming games uh, on our list that we prepared and and that is legends of rune terra you know the the league of legends inspired card game from riot games and talking you know talking about developers that are starting to take mobile seriously mm-hmm. like holy holy moly riot games is really we talked about this in the past as well the the, the last episode I, I believe riot games is really just pumping out games these days uh, but that game has now finally gotten a, a release date so it's coming to androids and ios at the same time it seems on april 30th so as of the recording of this video that's in only you know just about 10 days so very very it's soon right around the corner yeah maybe by the time you're listening to this you, you can actually already download it i would be lying if i said that i'm super hyped for this game that doesn't mean that i guess i'm just sort of indifferent about it i 
I don't know if I should be hyped. Maybe it's maybe it's going to be a great game, but I don't <laughs> really know. Um, as opposed to some of the other franchises we've talked about, this one is new to me. I mean, obviously, it's a new game. Also, I didn't play League of Legends. I do know about the game, but I'm not in love with the law or the universe, so that's not really you know bringing me in either. And then the auto chess game that that Riot Games made, uh, the game the name escapes me right now, but the one they released very recently, that it wasn't. It wasn't amazing. Like, it didn't do anything differently than, than the other Ultra Chess games. And I guess that kind of just disappointed me, because when you release a game on mobile a year or a year and a half after other developers have released their version of this new genre of games, as is the case with, with Ultra Chess, I'm just like, oh, you got to do something new. And that's, that's my concern for this game, is that they're releasing a card game, and maybe it's just going to end up being the same old recipe repeated again. And the issue the issue that I see that can happen here is that they're releasing a card game and the and the card game let's say this genre isn't that you don't have many very good, you know, card battling games out in this genre. So they're going to come out here and they're competing with like let's say Gwent, we just talked about Gwent. They're competing with Gwent, which is an amazing game. They're competing with Teppin, which I love Teppin. Mm. That's the Capcom card game. Um they're competing with um what is it? Card Thief. That's another one. Like there's some really good collectible card battling games out there um like really good ones and you're gonna come mm. out here and you're gonna have to compute them so you gotta be good the strategy has to be there you can't just rely on okay league of legends fans are gonna enjoy this because it has well, all their favorite characters they? Uh, i guess Maybe they can, they can. <laughs> i get right. what you mean i yeah I, league of legends fans just play are the fierce. devil's advocate for a bit i mean yeah. there's a lot of league of legends players and or a lot of people who, who still play the game and a lot of people who used to play it and those types of players might be looking for new types of experiences, and some of those players might not have played other CCGs. That's so, a good point, yeah, you know, to compare it to. But but I completely get what you mean. Like, maybe this is going to be more of a, a fan service game or, like, a game that's mostly for the existing fans. But really, we're just speculating here. I mean, none yeah. of us have played the game, but I guess I'm just concerned about the game, which isn't completely fair. I mean, it might turn out to be a great game. Let's see. It releases very, very soon. We'll play it, I'm sure. Uh, we'll probably both end up covering it uh, on our individual channels as well. But going forward, we have a huge announcement, everybody. Yes. Nimble has a huge announcement. Everyone pay attention. I'm pregnant. <laughs> oh, wait. No. Oh, wait. Uh, so, <laughs> no. Uh, Google Stadia, just as good, even better than being pregnant. Pregnant. <laughs> Pregnant. You've seen that video, right? Pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, Google Stadia it released in Denmark, not on mobile, but on PC. And, you know, it means that even with my relatively not so great PC, my, my laptop, um, I can now play high quality PC games. And very soon I'll be able to play them on mobile as well. I would be able to play them on mobile if I had uh, the Google Pixel phone. That's the only, and, and maybe some Samsung devices, those are the only ones that are supported right now. Google is going to roll that out to, to more devices soon, iOS as well, obviously. But I got to try it out, and I've, you know, for those who, who, who are new to the podcast, I've been talking about Google Stadia for months now, like for so <laughs> many episodes. I've been really looking forward to it. The idea of being able to play AAA games on mobile, it, it really entices me. And when I say AAA, I mean, we have lots of great games on mobile, but just the idea of being able to play AAA PC games on mobile really intrigues me. Um, I tried it. I now got a chance to try it out. I, I heard there was sort of mixed results, right, for, from people who tried it out when it officially or originally released uh, in the U.S. last year. I want to say around October, November last year, around that time. It got a bit of, like, mixed results, uh, reviews. Probably most of them weren't that great, right? Like, people had some stuttering, some lag, you know. Yeah, um, initial issues or whatnot. Initial Usually issues. Usually with new, new products or new services, you're going to have that, so. Exactly, but... 
But my experience of it, trying it now in April 2020 from Denmark with a good internet connection, I do have a, a 200 megabit internet connection, so it is a good internet connection. But under those conditions, it was a really great experience. Like it ran so smoothly. Like obviously, I I haven't been able to do a side by side comparison to the original game or side by side comparison to other streaming stream you know game streaming services. But I think that's kind of the point, right? Because maybe you would be able to point something out if if you're looking if you're comparing to you know, to a game being played uh, on a on a you know, on a powerful PC next to it, maybe you would be able to, um, but but you're not right. I mean, the the target audience for this game doesn't have that option, right? Or no, or yeah. they just prefer the the portability of it. Anyway, I had a great experience. It ran very smoothly. I tried Grit, you know, the racing game. It booted up in like seconds. Like just like you click play. And and then it's running like it was so quickly. That was such a nice experience, just being able to launch it up so quickly. There was a small hiccup on my second play, um, not play through. You know, I didn't play through the entire game, but on my second play of that game, there's a bit of a hiccup. Um, but when I was actually racing, you know, when I was actually playing the game, everything ran so smoothly. Um, and yeah, it was, it was just really cool, a really cool experience to be able to launch a game faster than I would have been able to. Uh, on my PC if it played directly on my PC. And in this case, it was actually being streamed from a data center somewhere, I guess somewhere in Europe, um, to my computer. So I'm really looking forward to this coming to mobile, and then you can play it with your, uh, if you have a controller. I, I would actually need to get a controller, I guess, but but then I would be able to play these games. I'm a bit of a fanboy, admittedly, <laughs> of this service. Um, not just this service, but, I mean, also, you know, Microsoft's Project X Cloud. also a fan of that. I just like the idea of, of streaming games. I, I'm definitely the target audience for these types of services. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Like, you bring up a good point. Like, you're, it, it's meant for a target audience and those people to enjoy it, and you're enjoying it. Um, and like, like I said, they've had a lot of updates with it. They've been working on it. They've been trying to get, you know, the streaming quality better. They're trying to, you know, mm. less stuttering hiccups. And I've heard, you know, and I've heard not just from you, but from other people that it's actually a lot better experience than when it first launched. Um, and like mm. you said, it's, 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 it's good for the people who want to use their mobile device on the go or just, you know, maybe their PC can't play these type of games. Like you wouldn't be able to play this game on your PC. It wouldn't run it correctly. And, and the fact that it launches is awesome instantly. Is yeah. Cool. And, and also just, I mean, Hey, the one thing I didn't mention, I didn't pay anything. <laughs> like oh, I got yeah. to play grit absolutely for free. This was, I guess, part of a promotion where you could get two months of the subscription for free. Uh, and then you also got a few games that that are not part of the subscription. We just got them for free. So that's how that happened. But still, I mean, you 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 can use the service for free. Um, I didn't I didn't actually sign up for the trial part of it. I, I mean, I didn't give them that, my credit card information. So I played completely for free um, and I got to play Grid and that was freaking awesome. And in the future, I might end up buying Doom on there. So that's the thing, right? Like buying buying games on there because you do have to buy them, right? Mm -hmm. There's some that are part of the subscription, but if, you, if you're not using the subscription and you just, you know, you want to buy your game straight up instead, that's an option because some games are not part of the subscription either. But in any case, I, I don't plan on buying the subscription. So I, I, I might end up buying a game like Doom. It is a bit more expensive to buy it uh, through Stadia than, than buying it on Steam or the Epic Store, wherever these games are available. You will end up paying a bit of a premium, like 60, 70, 75 dollars, maybe even for, for a game on this service. So you do have to take that into consideration. But for someone like me, like paying five dollars extra and then not having to buy a gaming PC, hey, I mean, <laughs> that's a pretty freaking good deal to me. 
Uh, and even if I have to do that 10 times, that's only $50. How much of a, in, the, in this, you know, made up example here, but even if it's like $50, $100, how much of a gaming PC does that get me? Not a yeah. lot, right? Yep. Depending on the game um, you're playing, the high quality games like Doom or, or newer games that get released, Red Dead Redemption, stuff like that. Um, you need a pretty good beefy PC to play some of those games, at least on higher settings if you want it to look good. Yeah. And um, that's what they're saying Google Stadia does. It makes it look like, you know, you're playing on a high-end PC. You said the game booted up like instantly, and that's because isn't that because like the games they're already running on those servers like they're already ready to go you're just clicking and just joining that game as it's playing or whatnot I right guess i that has to be know, why it boots you, up so fast well you do actually okay so you do see the load screen still okay. of the game um but when i say launch it launched so quickly it was just like there was no there's no sort of like loading bar that said you know connecting to servers or gotcha. whatever it was just yeah. like you were on the website. This was all happening in, in my browser, by the way, on, on my on my laptop. So I was in the browser, in Google Chrome, went to the website, signed up. This is literally the process, right? I, I, I typed in my preferred gaming tag, like username, and I set all that stuff up. I saw that Grid was on there. There's a huge freaking play button in the middle of the screen. I tapped the play button, screen, you know, the the, the, the screen went, went, went full screen. Um, there was a black screen for like two seconds. And then I saw the loading screen for the game, not for connecting to Google servers, gotcha, but for yeah. the game. And then I was just, uh, and because it's a pretty beefy server it's running on, it does load very quickly as well. Um, so, so that's that's what I meant when I said like instant. Like I, I felt nice. like it, that's that's pretty instant. Yeah, exactly. It was the same as as if I'd launched it on on my own computer. I feel like, which I uh, yeah. Anyway, there it was a great experience. It now finally happened. Now we've talked about it. We can move on. Uh, maybe I, I'll get back and I'll talk more about it once. Uh, once it's supported on on more smartphones, I think people should try it out if they have access to it. It's free right now. It's like why not give it a go um, if you don't own a good gaming PC. And now the marketing department at Google can cut you your check. <laughs> they really should. I mean, I, I've been I've been so hyped for this. You've I've been, been talking so about excited. It. They... Yeah, even so excited for this. But I'm glad you got to play it though, because it's it's funny because I haven't even tried it yet, and I've had it here in the states since December, and I just haven't. All I have to do is log on and create the account. So maybe I should just do that and I can play some grid as well. Yes, you should. I mean, it would actually be interesting to hear what your experience mm -hmm. is with it. Like how how it runs on your computer with, I don't know, how, fa how fast of an internet connection do you have over there? Um, I don't have a gigabit. <laughs> I don't have what you have. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what I, I, I don't. I don't have a gigabit either. Like I have two hundred oh. megabit, but but still very very uh, fast. Oh, uh, I thought you said gig. Yeah, because gigabit is like over here. I think is the highest um, internet yeah, speed that's, you can get. That's yeah. Fast. yeah, can't afford. Not that it. it matters though. When you get up in that, like, if you have a hundred megabit, having two hundred megabit, I mean, it's really not. That, <laughs> it's really not yeah. much of a difference. That's at that true. Point. Yep. At least not for normal usage. Anyway, it'll be interesting to hear what you think about it. Maybe we can talk about that in a in a in a future. In a future episode, but we—I I have a completely other topic I want to get into, which is kind of the, I guess, the complete opposite of AAA games, AAA PC games, and it's these hyper casual mobile games. These are the ads, not the ads. Well, they are ads actually. That's a good. Like they're pretty much just ads. These are <laughs> games the games on that you ads. see. <laughs> yeah. So we we made an ad, and then we made a bit of a game on top of that. that <laughs> exactly. Those. I mean, that's that's basically what it is, right? It's these games that are filled with ads uh, in terms of their monetization model. That's how they make their money. They might have in-app purchases, but some of them don't even have in-app purchases. It's just straight-up ads. And uh, these are the games you see ads for on Facebook. Facebook, uh, on, Instagram, you know, as, all the social and, and medias. Yeah. Even your mom can play them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mom versus dad. Those well, games. see, that's the thing. Yeah, those, yeah. Pro versus noob. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Those types exactly. of games. But but see, you you're hitting something there. Like that, you really. That's the thing. 
everyone can play these games. Mm-hmm. Really casual games. That's why they're called hyper-casual. They're, 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 they're the most casual of casual games. But the thing about these types of games is, I read, and this is what really surprised me and made me want to talk about this, I read that there's a game called Fun Race 3D. <laughs> Gotta have Race the 3D. 3D in there. Yeah, it's, it's very important, <laughs> right? But I read on, on GamingOnPhone.com, uh, they, they, our good friends over at GamingOnPhone.com, they wrote an article about this, uh, these hyper-casual games, and they brought up this, this game called Fun Race 3D, which single-handedly got 10% of all installs among the top 20 most downloaded new games released last year. So That's crazy. 10.4% of all downloads of the top 20 most downloaded new games you know, they, this game got, got those downloads. That's 219 million downloads, for those who are wondering, and then you can do the math to count how, ma- how many downloads uh, the top 20 new games got last year. But that's a lot of downloads, and that's a lot. Like, it's the most downloaded uh, new game of last year, and I haven't heard about it. I've and I guess never that's even the, heard it. Point. Yeah, me neither. I've never even knew it existed. And then when I saw, when you brought it up in the pre-show, and I, I brought up images for it, and I was looking at it, I'm like, this looks like exactly one of those games that's on those social media sites that for ads and all that stuff and I'm like wow I just never clicked it and I guess and downloaded it yeah and and it's so interesting I think because you know we we cover mobile games I mean it's not a full-time job for us but but we this is what we do right you know as our hobbies like we we create content about mobile gaming none of us have heard about this game <laughs> and no. it's the most downloaded game of last year so maybe it's just us that are out of touch <laughs> yeah but what what actually <laughs> which might be the case but here's my made-up uh, explanation of what it is so so we don't sound so bad my my explanation is that i think what we're seeing is that the mo- the mobile games industry just keeps growing, right? I mean, bigger I don't have the bigger. numbers in my head, but it's like it just grows and grows and grows, and it grows faster than than PC and consoles and any other types of, of gaming platforms. Mobile keeps growing, and I think what we're seeing is that we're seeing huge growth in hyper casual games, fun race 3D, and all the other 3D games, <laughs> all the other horrible, uh, horribly advertised at least. Let me put it like that. I haven't played fun race 3D, so it's not really fair to say it's a horrible <laughs> game, but yeah, uh, all the games over there, and this is your mom and dad type of games. You said it very well i mean these games are being advertised on facebook these are the games that the people who don't really they don't play games typically they download these games and i think also probably lots of kids download these download these games before before these people have really gotten a, a more refined taste and that's i sound like a horrible person when i say that but like i think it's <laughs> you sound, you sound no, like a, a mobile gamer connoisseur yeah i'm really yeah. sure <laughs> With my wine, right? Yeah, with your wine uh, glass. Yeah, are you smelling the the, the game to make I'm sure s- <laughs> this game is yes. too casual? I'm not drinking it. I'm just smelling it yet. <laughs> um, I actually, what I meant was that I I've seen this happen with 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 people I know, like kids, right? Like they grow up and and they start playing games, just whatever they see an ad for, mm-hmm. they download it, and they haven't played a lot of games, so they don't know what to expect, and they just you know have some level of fun with it. But then they start finding, you know, as they grow a bit older, they start playing more and more games and they find out, oh, there's actually better games out there. And then when they look back, they're like, why did I play that game? <laughs> but anyway, I didn't mean to trash hyper-casual games. I just meant to say that this is a this is a growing industry and people who, who didn't play games before are now playing those games. But we're then also seeing huge growth in the, what I want to call the hardcore games, mid to hardcore games, right? 
So these were the hyper casuals, but we we're also seeing growth in like PUBG. I mean that that's a hardcore mobile game in comparison to the to the hyper casual games, right? PUBG Mobile releasing on mobile, <laughs> PUBG releasing on mobile, Fortnite releasing on mobile, right? Call of Duty Mobile. Uh, those were all shooters, but we also have MMORPGs, RuneScape, pretty hardcore game. You know, you'll be grinding for thousands of hours in that game before you export everything that game has to offer. And we have these games releasing as well. And those are the types of games that you and I tend to cover. And I think many people who listen to this podcast, those are the types of games they tend to, to play. But many of those games, I mean, if you ask the, the moms and dads and, and kids and, and people who prefer hyper-casual games, they probably wouldn't even know about those hardcore games. Um, yeah, they and it, wouldn't know or they might not be maybe as interested because they see this hmm. and they see the ease of access to it right these games they're they're pretty simple to to play the the mechanics are pretty simple you know somebody can just play them really quickly and stop playing them so i mean of course there's a target audience for the hyper casual um games and like you were saying before you know somebody might start playing these games and realize oh wait there's better games out there let's play those games um but there's a market for for these games and people are playing them and i think we're just doing it all wrong nimble i think we need to create a hyper (laughs) hyper casual youtube channel where everything is hyper casual maybe hyper casual fridays or something i don't know something like that yeah but if you look at, yeah, but if you look at the <laughs> developer who created what is it, Fun Race 3D? By the way, they have a sequel to it. It's called Epic Race 3D, just in case because <laughs> fun wasn't fun enough. You got to go epic no, now. Now it's um, epic. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they've made like 15 of these type of games. I'm looking at it right now on the Google Play Store, and they're very simple. You got Fun Race, you got Color Fill, Color Hole, Color Saw, Paint Paint Saw. <laughs> I oh, guess you, it's good you job paint, games. I've actually, yeah, I've there's heard a of lot this of them. Yeah, there's a lot of them. But if you go further back, I mean, they, 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 yeah, they've been doing this for a while, so they know what they're doing. And the only thing I was going to bring up was, you know, the hyper casual. When it comes to hyper casual games and the market is 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 the is retaining that that player base let's say you know you have all these huge downloads that's a huge amount of downloads how many people are still playing it though is a different story or how much money i'm sure a lot of mm. ad money was put into it like you said we see these games on the ads you know girlfriend versus boyfriend like you know who's yeah. better like we see that you then when people download and play the game now they have they have their own set of ads in the game to of course monetize themselves um like a yeah. cycle let's say um, but when you see the amount of these companies, they, they push these games out. I, I only think like, okay, maybe they push so many out because they know that, you know, the people downloading, mm. they're like, oh, I'm done with this one. What's the next one? And then they might I go to Epic true. Race. I think that's true to some extent. Like they, the, the, um, the life cycle of life a yeah. hyper casual player, uh, if you can put it like that, it is probably way shorter. I, I do think that's true, but at the same time, if they monetize, so I think that's true, but they also monetize almost entirely based off of ads, mm. and per ad, they don't get a lot of money. So I'm just I'm just thinking, there must be some people, a lot of people, not just some, a lot of people who keep coming back to these games over and over and over again, every single day and every single break throughout the day, because otherwise, I mean, you don't earn, we know this as, I mean, as YouTubers, right? The amount of, of AdSense money you get per thousand views is not a lot. And so if you break it down to single person sitting and, and watching ads, those people have to lo- watch a lot of ads, you know, t- for, mm-hmm. for you as a developer on average to make your money back, you know, on average per player. So I agree with what you're saying, but at the same time, in order for the math to add up here, some people must be coming back to these games. Yeah, but but maybe point, you're right man. that they cycle... those ads. Yeah, to look at those ads, exactly. But maybe you're right that it's it's sort of a, a portfolio thing where, like, they they cycle their players through the different games by the same developer. And and so from a player's perspective, you, you're, you're playing new games 
And as the developer, from the developer's perspective, you're not getting enough money out of that player from that one game, but that player continues to your next game. And if you can promote your own games within your own games, right? Like pr promote the next new game you're, you're coming up with. If you can do that for free, just basically showing an ad for your own game, then I guess it might make sense. Because then the lifetime, you're not care you don't care so much about the lifetime value of that user. I mean, these are terms you use in the games industry, right? Like the lifetime mm -hmm. value of a user. You, you don't care so much about the lifetime value of a user in one game. You care about the lifetime value of a user across all of, in this game, in this in this case, good games. job games' uh, yeah. portfolio, right? Yeah. I never thought about that before. Yeah, but, that makes you know, sense. Like you said, you have this portfolio of all these games. They're all showing ads. Multiple people are playing them different times. Yeah. Um, the ad revenue definitely adds up. <laughs> I mean, it would, they wouldn't keep making them if it didn't. And I'm not saying these games are bad games. I don't want anyone to think we're saying that these games are the worst games you've ever played. There's some fun to be had in some of these in these type of games. Obviously, there's a reason why they're getting downloads. I uh -huh. mean, it's not just because of the ads. I mean, they it's a lot. It has a lot to do with the ads, but but it's not Grandpa just versus Grandma. Yeah, I <laughs> sorry. I just it's always someone versus somebody, right? Yeah. <laughs> now, actually, these games. I mean, we, we were talking about Fundraise 3D, right? But uh, there's another statistic saying that 78%, so almost 80%, 8 out of 10 games downloaded in 2019 were these types of, of hyper-casual games. So this is definitely, absolutely what is driving the games industry. And yet we barely spend any time, you and I at least, any time playing them or, or even covering them or, or even thinking about them. Which is kind of fun to think about, I, I, I think. A lot of people don't think about them, yet they're the most... For, for most people, this is what mobile gaming is. I guess that's my point. It's, it's such a different perception of mobile gaming, right? It actually leads me to think that maybe that's why, you know, when I present mobile games, like when I, when I talk to my, some of my friends about mobile gaming, they're like, yeah, you know, mobile gaming, you know. And they say like that because what they think of, I think... Uh, these hyper casual games because that's what they that's what they see on the ads on Instagram and, and Facebook and, and and what have you. That's a very good point. Yeah, because there's this misconception of when people are talking about mobile games, they're saying, oh, they're not real games or, oh, you know, mm -hmm. they're not this. And it could be that this is what they're seeing the majority of. I mean, you have 78 percent of downloads in 2019. That is a lot of downloads. And here we are. We're covering mobile games. Yes, but we're usually covering mobile games that you know, are, are, are very extensive or there's a lot of different gameplay mechanics involved. You know, mm. the art style is this way. I mean, the mobile games that I feel like we cover most are basically games that can be considered almost, I guess, real games, you know, in this sense of like <laughs> on, on a PC or on a console, you know, not all of the ones we cover, but some of them have certain mechanics. This was an almost real game. <laughs> That's what I'm going to start saying in my videos. This game is almost a real game. You should download it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of how it is. You, like you said, you brought up Call of Duty. That's one. If you tell somebody, oh, yeah, I'm playing Call of Duty, they're going to know, oh, you're playing Call of Duty. Now, if you tell them you're playing Call of Duty mobile, they might be like, oh, there's a mobile Call of Duty. You mm -hmm. know, like it's, it's one of those misconceptions when it comes to mobile gaming. And it does sound like the hyper casual right now is really big. And there's a reason for that. Yeah, I think the reason is that, you know, these are the games that are being advertised everywhere. You know, these these are the games that, and they're casuals. Like, you can play them anywhere. You can play them mm -hmm. while you're on the pooper. You can play them, you know. <laughs> My you favorite play time anywhere. to play them. Yeah, exactly. I, no, I think these are very much poop games. Actually, poop poop games, right? That's a good there one. There you because go, like, poop games. They're like low-tier games, and they're, but they're fine. You know, they're fine for what they, they are. We'll make, sure right? we bleep, we'll make sure we bleep out the word poop, though. Yeah, very important. <laughs> That's a bad word. <laughs> it's a bad word from now on. 
Yeah. Some people will get that joke. Most will not. It's gonna be. It's gonna be great. Now we have. Uh, you you brought up a really interesting because this was hyper casual, right? And then I think in in the other end of the spectrum, we have premium games where you were actually bringing up a premium game that did something kind of yeah. nasty. Yeah, well, it's kind of interesting what they did with this. So there's a there's a game out called Agricola. I've never played the game. Apparently, it started out as a board game. It's like a tabletop game that's very popular. Um, I think it has to do with agriculture, hence the name. Um, but Agricola mm. basically had a premium mobile game that has been out for years now. I think it came out in 2016. I'm not sure. Um, this is a game you paid for on the Google Play Store or the iOS App Store. Um, you own it and you play it. So it was originally published by a company called Playdeck, and I guess recently the rights now belong to another um, publisher called Asmodi. I think that's the name of the publisher. So what happened is when the new publisher took over, they took the game off of the Play Store, and then they basically re-uploaded it as a, um, I guess, a revised edition. So I think they changed a little bit of the graphics. They might have changed the way some of the um, the gameplay works. So it's the revised ver- version, and they're selling it again. So a lot of players are upset i know a lot of players are upset who originally bought it and then to have the game get taken off so now they cannot play the game because you know you got to have your online access the game has to be on the play store wow. um and now they have to basically rebuy the game they lost all their uh what is it their progress in the game they're basically starting no. over yeah so a lot of these people are upset because of that and it's understandable if you buy a game you you own the game essentially but it kind of brings up this you'd this, think so you would think so exactly so it does kind of bring up this this weird topic of well if you have that game and if the publisher like changes rights or whatnot they decide to take it down and re-upload it to like resell it i mean a lot of a lot of us even me including is going to go straight to wow what a greedy company right wow they're mm-hmm. you know they're just basically ripping people off i mean I, but yeah at the on the other end of it i do understand that that company who owns it now is like yeah we made some changes we're selling it of course they want to try to make a profit off of it as well but it does bring up this weird dynamic of who's right who's wrong and you know player ownership of your game let's say those players they feel kind of gypped you know that kind of sucks that mm. they don't have the game that they had with their progress and everything in yeah, there yeah but yeah and see i i would absolutely feel that way as well but as you 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 mentioned it just very briefly but you said that the developers, the publishers, sorry, the new publishers, they have to make money. They have mm-hmm. to because the alternative would probably most, I don't know this case uh, 100%, but I, I imagine the case would be that uh, that this game would, um, it wouldn't exist anymore if yep. these publishers hadn't taken it over. It would probably be completely gone. So you've got to ask yourself, okay, is it better that it's now, yes, it's completely gone almost because your progress is lost, but you can still buy it again though if you want to play it, you can continue playing it and i presume it's going to be somewhat supported under this new publisher at least for some time that's 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 um, i think it's one of those cases where if you if you sit down and you think about it objectively trying to be objective you're like okay like i i kind of get it but that doesn't change the experience you're having as a player that have bought the old game you you can at the same time understand from a logical objective standpoint that yes okay they have to do this but you still, it still feels shitty, right? It still doesn't feel great that that this happened. It feels poopy. It, you mean me mean poopy? I mean poopy. It feels <laughs> you, very poopy, you and used it's just the wrong word. <laughs> yeah, I did shitty poopy. Sorry. It's just a loose loose, you know. Yeah. It's a poop poop. <laughs> it's a poop poop situation. Yeah, and, and that is, is true poop. though. Like I said, like 
and it was that this that play deck i think like either something happened or went up but that is true you did bring up a good point the game wouldn't exist they would have been pulling it anyway um so it wouldn't have lived on let's say so i guess at least this gives players the opportunity at least this gives players the opportunity to play the game again yeah. or, or, or or re-download it you know and then from a business pr- perspective like i was saying i mean this company i'm sure they paid money to get rights to the game so of course they want to make some some of that yeah. those funds back so and it's some it's a conversation we need to have i think it, it's it's at least it's something you have to to think about as a gamer because you, you're gonna you're gonna run into this over and over again and even it's not just about greedy companies i mean this is gonna happen to this can happen to any company in yeah, any game. In today's vain market. glory, vain, vain glory. One of the most highly and you know, like well-regarded mobas, probably the most well-regarded moba um, on mobile, vain glory. It it's now it's now getting taken down. I don't know if you heard this, but like their servers oh, are, are gonna shut know. off. Um, wow. Basically, they they don't have enough money to run it anymore, and now they don't really know what to do about that because they. It's a bit more complicated. I'm giving you the short version here, but but base because there was another company that took over the publishing and then like it went back to to the original developers then and like there's a whole back and forth thing going on. But but the but the short and sweet version is as a player, what you're experiencing now in Vainglory is that the servers are going to be taken offline, or maybe there'll be some way for the community to to host servers or host games, you know, uh, locally, or I don't know exactly how it's going to work. Maybe the community itself can pay for like actual servers somehow, uh, dedicated servers. Not sure. I don't think the developers even know how they're going to handle this, but it's so unfortunate because Vainglory, as I said, was like, it was one of the first games to really, like to really go all in on mobile gaming. I remember their ads or like I don't know if they were, well they were ads you know but they are trailers almost for like video trailers for for the game they were like yeah like this is like triple A gaming on mobile like this is hardcore mobile gaming on mobile this is what mobile can be and this was back in like 2013 or 14 right before it was a, it was a different landscape back then back mm-hmm. then mobile gaming was only casual you know um, lower quality games and I was like rooting for these guys. They're like, yes, you know, this is what mobile gaming can become. And now they have to turn off the servers. Ah, that does suck. Because that's a popular game too. Yep. Vainglory is pretty popular. And I didn't realize that's the first time I'm hearing about this. But you, have you seen cases like this before? That, you know, the, the servers aren't there. There's not enough funds. You know, it's been a few years since the game's out. So they have to pull the game. You were just talking about it with, um, in the pre-show, what is it? Pokemon Rumble Rush? Mm. Yeah, they're saying what they're going to be completely shutting down on July twenty second. Yeah, yeah, Nintendo is going to yeah, the game is just not going to be play- playable anymore. And that's the thing with these always online games, right? Um, when they don't make enough money anymore, the developers have to take them off because they're paying. You know, they they have very real server costs, right? It it's not free to maintain an always online game. In fact, you know, very, very far from it. It it, it probably costs these these developers tens of thousands of dollars per month, maybe even more depending on how big of a setup they've they've got mm-hmm. going on. And that's not even counting the, the salaries for for the people who maintain the game, even though it might not be receiving you know lots of updates. There's still maintenance when, when you have an uh, have an online game, and I think that's something many many people don't really think about, or like know how much money is actually poured into these online always online games. So, you know, it could be Agricola, it could be Pokemon Rumble Rush, it could even happen for Vainglory. These things are going to happen, and... It could be Durango. That was It could the, be Durango. Oh, yeah, Durango. That one hurt time. hard. <laughs> it hurt real... Durango really surprised me. There's so many people 
uh, I've seen on Discord, I've seen on Reddit, I've seen the YouTube comments on our videos, they're just really missing Durango. Yeah. Like, there's so many people who... And there were people saying, I finally got a phone who can play Durango, right? Oh, like, I man. finally bought a new phone who can now play it. I've, I've been looking forward to playing this game for years, and now it's offline. It's like, oh, man, like, why do great games just have to go like that? And maybe this is what's happening to Vainglory as well, depending on what sort of situation they, they figure out. It's so sad. It's so sad. But, but we have to have these conversations so that developers get to know how we as gamers feel as well. What would we like to see happening? Is it is it the better you could maybe is it the better of two evils that you have to repurchase the game because maybe that's still the no it's still the better of two evils it, it's mm-hmm. not the ideal situation but might still be the best option in these situations and I think we have to be be a bit forgiving towards the developers that that have to pull something like this off um, in some cases of course there are outrageous cases as well but but I do think we have to cut them a bit of slack especially when they're actually trying to do the right thing even though it might come at a monetary cost for, for you as a player, um, because the alternative could be that you can't play it anymore, as we saw it with, with Durango. And that, and that could be, like, we're seeing this sudden surge in monetization of mobile games with the subscription services, right? Like, I've been seeing mm. it a lot lately where, you know, oh, you pay for your premium pass or, you know, you pay monthly of this and that. And as much as I dislike that, especially when it comes to like certain mobile games, like I don't think you should have a subscription, but if you have a very popular one like Vainglory, I mean, maybe that does make sense. Maybe that subscription, yeah. if if the developer says, hey, this is to run the servers, like if you guys <laughs> really like this game and you want to continue supporting us, you know, here's $5 a month. This will help us keep these servers yeah. going. I mean, if you have backing by your player base like that, I can honestly see that being a viable option, but yeah. it just kind of depends. I guess it's it's unfortunate when it happens, and these were, I mean, we've talked about a few cases now uh, where it happened, and it's going to continue happening. So, too bad for those who liked, uh, I guess, Agricola, but at least you can still play the game. You just have to repurchase it, and your progress is lost, which <laughs> it's really unfortunate. But you can still play it, though. Too bad for those who loved uh, Pokemon Rumble Rush. Yeah. It's not going to be around anymore after July. Yeah, too bad for those um, poor, um, unfortunate people who actually like that game. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> no, I agree with you, by the way. I'm not trying to out you here. Like, I, it, it wasn't it my wasn't... favorite of the Pokemon no, on mobile. <laughs> no. Pokemon Masters, that's the one, right? Yes, I think that's, that's the one. That's actually a decent, a decent Pokemon. It's the best Pokemon game on mobile, in my opinion. All right, so we're going to move on to um, a little subject we want to call Lit Lockdown Leisure. Um, you Nimble, didn't. You, Nimble, you, you, yeah, you <laughs> I wasn't gonna correctly. I wasn't gonna say it, but Nimble wanted me to say what we're calling this segment. Um, Can you say it so, again? What was it called? Lit lockdown leisure. Perfect. So, yeah. <laughs> so we're all on lockdown right now, right? So we want to keep things lit, but we also want to keep things leisurely. Um, with everything going on right now, you know, we're all staying indoors. We're all trying to, mm. you know, stay safe, stay healthy. Um, it gives us a lot of free time. Some of us more free time than we've ever had in our lives. And basically what Nimble and I are going to do is we're just going to talk about how we've been impacted in our daily lives about it. What games we might be playing. Are we playing more? Are we playing less? Um, basically what's going on in our lives during this um, time right now. And I'll get started with saying that I'm actually working a lot more. <laughs> I'm considered an, an essential worker, so I actually have to go to work. I'm actually working uh, more days a week than I've ever worked before. Um, but when Mr. I come important home, over there. I know, <laughs> Mr. Very Important Guy, let me yeah. straighten my tie here. Um, however, when I am home, of course I'm home and I'm staying in. I'm not going out and doing extra things. So I do have a little bit more time to play games that I wouldn't normally play. So 
How it's impacted me more is I've actually gone back and played some mobile games that I might not be that might have stopped playing, let's say. Like I think I went back and played some more COD mobile. I took a break from that, so I've been playing a lot mm. of that lately. Um, I went back and played a few other uh, mobile games. I, I brought up a game called Sol- Solo Night, but I've actually went back and started playing Soul Night. <laughs> so Soul Night, I played a long time ago on my channel, and everyone keeps telling me, like in my comment section, "Oh, you need to go back and play it." Oh, there's, you know, they have so much updated content. The game is like completely almost yeah, I've different. Yeah, heard that as well. Yeah, so I was like, you know, what? let me go back and play it, and and I did it not necessarily for the channel. I don't think I'm going to do a video, but I just did it because. I went back to my mobile gaming time. roots. Yeah, I have the time yeah. to actually leisurely play, you know, a game that I might not be doing for, for you know, for my, my what is it, my channel or anything else just to play it. And I'm enjoying it. I'm having a great time with it. Um, it is different. There are some different mechanics involved, um, just as fun as it was before. But I think I've just been spending my time, you know, going back and just playing games that I wouldn't normally go back and play to. You know, when we're doing the channel or when I'm working and I'm, I'm always trying to get things done, you know, I'm, okay, what's the next game? What's the next game? Mm. So this kind of allowed me the time to go back and be like, oh, let me go back and revisit that that game, you know, I played two years ago that I always wanted to get back into. Um, same thing what I'm doing. I'm playing some games on PC now that I haven't played in a long time. Um, we spoke of Rainbow Six Siege. I actually played a couple of matches of that. So that was kind of cool cool and fun um so basically oh and i'm cooking more so let's let me get off the gaming topic we're cooking more food and that's how long can it take to make noodles i mean (laughs) i've diverged from 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 cup noodles and now i'm eating frozen meatballs it's really cool you you buy frozen meatballs (laughs) you don't eat them frozen whatever you do okay okay you buy the frozen meatballs right and then you buy your favorite Mm -hmm. barbecue sauce like spicy Mm -hmm. barbecue sauce you boil the barbecue sauce with the meatballs and you have Mm -hmm. barbecue sauce meatballs it's the best thing ever quote me on Mm. that everybody So <laughs> noodles are not the best thing ever anymore. Is that yep, it? it's Did frozen. we hear that? I'm, <laughs> you heard it here first. Frozen meatballs, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> we got him. Yeah, we got him. He admitted it. <laughs> We've all been expecting it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He right. would eventually stop eating cup noodles. The yeah. doctor said too much sodium. No. <laughs> You've grown so much. Oh, <laughs> But yeah, so basically, yeah, it's it's basically allowed me to, you know, cook more, um, clean more because my house is like super clean now um, yeah. and just go back and play games that I just I never had the chance to go back to and play. That's awesome. I mean, our house apartment, not a house, our apartment has never been as clean as it is <laughs> right now either. Um the dishes all done. I mean, it's so nice in the kitchen. That uh, ironically, I guess we, we might have actually been cooking less <laughs> in this household than 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 usually. But I've also I I've actually had the same experience. I've I'm one of the people who uh, do not have uh, does not have an essential job. I guess like I I've just stayed at home. Um, I've been working from home, but it also does mean that you know I you don't have the daily commute back and forth, and like that does save some time. I. It, 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 it does add up, you know, it, it's a bit of extra time each week. And so I've also got a chance to, first of all, by the way, just get a bit ahead of time as well in, in my schedule on YouTube, which was very nice. So I've been able to to play more games as well. I, I was I was sort of getting down to only three games per week and I, my, my typical schedule was four games per week. So I wanted to get back. People were already making jokes about that. And, and <laughs> next week I was probably only going to, you know, do two games. But we're back at four. Um, but I actually also got to go back and play some of the even though these games are ones that are more recently played, so not games that are played years ago, but still, you know, I very rarely, just like you, I very rarely get to go back and play a game that I really liked. 
Um, but I got to play Titan Conquest. I covered that game. Everyone seemed to love that game, Titan Conquest, an awesome MMORPG text-based game. And I never thought, I, uh, you know, I never liked single-player text-based games, but the multiplayer aspect of this game, the MMORPG aspect, it really just does it for me. And I, and I know that a lot of people um, are really enjoying that game more than they thought they would, and I'm one of them, and, and I'm happy to, to, to almost promote this game. It's not paid, but just like... This is a solo developer doing something really awesome, and 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 I think it's worth highlighting. So I got some time to play that a bit more. Got some time to play Random Dice, which is also a relatively new, uh, unique twist on a tower defense game. It's it's a PvP tower defense game. So yeah, uh, I'll let that speak for itself. Go check it out if you're interested. I I, I got got to play that some more. Um, and then as I mentioned, old school RuneScape. It's sort of my. <laughs> almost my my nemesis like it's it's the one thing i like i'll never get rid of in my life i i keep you know this that game has been around for almost 20 years now i i keep getting back to it it's just so brilliant in my opinion and it's a, a good chunk of no- nostalgia as well but hey you know what can you do i'm a super nostalgic person like great and i almost hate it about myself right i'm aware of it but i'm just so nostalgic uh, it hits me. It hits me in the fields. <laughs> like I, anyway, that, that's old school RuneScape. So I got to play that some more. Really enjoyed that. That's most it for mobile gaming. Apart from that, I've been playing just new games. So I guess it's not a huge change. And when I say I got to play old school RuneScape and I I got to play I got to play these other games, it's not that I played them a lot, but it's just even just me spending thirty minutes playing one of these games, I take that as a win. Um, yeah. Because I yep. typically cover new games, and on and on PC, as you said, I I do have a laptop as well. Uh, I you know I, I do play a bit of PC games very rarely. Like I'll maybe play one new PC game per year, so like incredibly rarely. But in in this uh, you know in these uh, quarantine lockdown times, I I guess nostalgia really ruled ruled my 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 behavior on PC as well because I downloaded I downloaded a game uh, an MMORPG that I played many many years ago called Silk Road Online. Oh wow, I remember free that. To play, yeah, free to play MMORPG, MMORPG, and it was like horribly managed by by the actual developers of the game, and the game was overrun by botters and cheaters, and like it's just horrible, really. Um, but I downloaded a private server uh, version of that, so these are like the, the community has taken over and then basically run their own servers, and I, I got to try that out, and really gave me a you know, a good nostalgia trip. So I've been playing a bit of that as well. And that, that's basically what I've been doing here in, in you know, these have been my lockdown uh, leashers, my lit lockdown leashers. There we go. I can say it as well. Um, <laughs> you said it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apart from that, I haven't been, well, I have been impacted a lot because I am working from home, as is everyone, but I haven't been impacted in a bad way. You know, I haven't, n- not me nor any of my family has been hit by, by the virus. And yeah, I, I feel really blessed in that regard. Yeah. Same here. Tiny household is safe and healthy. Um, all my cats are running around healthy. So <laughs> wait, how many cats do you have? Oh, I have two, two cats. So I had one cat, and then um, tiny wife said she wanted another cat, and I'm like, no, one cat's enough. And then she convinced me. To, <laughs> she's like, we really need another one because our cat needs a friend. And so now our cat has a friend. So my oh, one cat cute. is Noodles, and my other cat is Cheddar. Noodles and cheddar, and together they make macaroni and cheese. Get oh, it? that's perfect. Get it? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> that's that's a good one. Now I just want junk food. You can't even talk about it before. Now, now I'm just like, I, I want pizza. I want, <laughs> yeah, I want pizza. You know, there you go. Yeah. Pasta on pizza. Is that something you do? Like spaghetti on, on pizza? No, I, you heard I've of never. That? 
I've never heard of that. Is that I've real? Never heard of it? Are you being it, real yeah. right now? Yeah, it's you, very real. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it I makes mean, sense. I'm not laughing because it sounds bad. It actually sounds delicious, but I never thought of it. So what? Do you have a pepperoni pizza and you put? Do you put spaghetti on it, or do you yep, have that's a, pretty much a it. plain pizza? <laughs> no, I mean you. You, Wait, you have. I mean, okay. Hold this on. Can this differ, is great. I, I'm not. I'm not. I I don't order this pizza typically, but uh, but nimble wife really likes it though, and um, so yeah, you can I, order it. Wait, so you have to you order and it comes that way. You don't cook the pasta separate and then put no, the spaghetti no, no, on. No, 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 no. You you order the like look it up. Like I, I no, think I'm looking like, it up right now. I can't take this spaghetti on pizza. Like I don't know. Like I'm googling this right now. Um, I okay. In some of the examples, it looks a bit extreme. Um, okay, on, on Google. <laughs> But, uh, oh, but, but I see a, I see one that looks pretty dang good though, actually. Yeah, it's, it's like just like it can be whatever, right? Yeah, like your typical what, whatever you like to have on 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 your pizza, right? And and then just with with some pasta as well. And it I guess when you think about it, it's like it kind of makes sense because what is a pizza if not just a holder, a container, a piece of bread at the bottom so that you can stuff things on top of it, and those things you stuff on top of it, many of those types of things would Are also go pasta. well with pasta. Yeah. Right? That makes like, complete sense to me. Just more calories now. It's perfect. This is great. I wonder if I can order this. I wonder if I can order this. I think I'm going to get a, a spaghetti pizza tonight. I think you can. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure you must be able to find someone. I don't know if this is the Danish thing. I, I don't think it is. Like, but, no, but it is it very like un- it's, yeah. it's very uncommon in Denmark as well, by the way. Like, it's not it's not your typical your typical pizza, but it exists. The truth is out there. I've been rewatching. We are so off topic now, but I've been rewatching X Files. X Files. I I knew that's what you're gonna say because you said the truth is out there. <laughs> Good show. Oh man, see, I watched it right. I used to I used to sit up to, till like three a.m. in the night, and because that's when they were, so they they would do the they would run the show in the night uh, because there was nothing better to show, I guess, in in the middle of the night. Um, back when I was growing up, and I used to watch it like during summer. I would sit up to like it started at one a.m. and then they played two or three episodes. And then it ends at like 4 p.m. A.m. Sorry, 4 a.m. Right, so it's in the middle of the night, um, and I used to watch it, but I never really watched it like from end to end, you know, from start to end. Uh, but that's what I'm doing now, and it hits me that this is such a good show. It's so much better than I remembered it being. Now that I watch it, um, having you know, putting on that connoisseur hat once again, having watched a lot more series now, <laughs> series is now that I have back then. Now that you're then, an adult. Now that I'm an adult. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, you know, I, it's it's like I go back and I watch it, and I'm like, this is a pretty solid show, honestly. I, oh, I'm so in love with it. So yeah, that's funny that bringing cool. that up because I started rewatching it probably a few months back, and I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, this show is really good. I was like, this is super interesting. The truth is out there. It really, and it's always intrigued me, right? Like I I I don't believe in in like UFOs in the sense of like intelligent alien life I, I don't think that's a thing but um but the, but the thought the thought of it intrigues me like I, I i i you know i have been googling a bit sometimes like finding some <laughs> some of those like really cons- conspiracy, conspiracy websites and just enjoyed watching youtube videos and that stuff just like hearing people who either really believe in it or i don't know if they just make money off of of, off of people who do believe in it i i don't care at this point i'm just like this is so cool just to listen to. <laughs> just So anyway, X-Files. Oh, I love that show. X-Files and spaghetti pizza. And spaghetti. See, that's a <laughs> that's good combination. What, yeah, that's what um, everyone should get out of this podcast, okay? You could put spaghetti that's on your pizza. That's the most important part. <laughs> yes, and <Yeah>. X-Files. <laughs> and, you know, the thing is, like, it, it really goes 
on, on multiple levels, right? Because there's a whole spaghetti monster thing, right? Like the spaghetti uh, religion. I guess it's not a monster, right? You've heard of this, right? Like the <laughs> yes. spaghetti. Yes. Yeah. There's Which could be an be, episode of that. It could be an X-Files episode. Yeah. It could be. Yeah. Well, okay. So let's, how about we end it off here before we go even more, go <laughs> even call. more off topic. Uh, people go order a spaghetti pizza. You <laughs> might get disappointed, but, uh, but, but I don't think so. Open your minds. You know, the truth is out there. Maybe this is actually the pizza you've all been, uh, been waiting for. So anyway, guys, be sure to let us know what you thought about this episode in the comments. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube or leave a rating, do whatever you can to support, to support this podcast. If you want to, we have recorded 10 episodes now. This is such an important milestone because I feel like 10 episodes, then you've kind of made it right. Like you, you've, you've, you, you've got a path forward, right? You know what you're doing now. <laughs> Do we know what we're doing? I don't know. We're we, getting we there. Can, <laughs> we can pretend that we know what we're doing. We've done 10 episodes. The format is starting to like really, uh, you know, t- take, take, take form in lack of better words. Um, and yeah, anyway, here I am rambling again. I, I think I'm happy about these 10 episodes. I'm really looking forward to the next ones. Hopefully, uh, we'll be able to do the next one in, in pretty much about 30 days from now. So getting back on that one-month uh, schedule. If you don't know what to go play right now, by the way, you can always find lots of great uh, recommendations. Hint, hint on our individual YouTube channels. You can search for Nimble Thor or Tiny Little Games on YouTube. And lastly, also uh, in terms of recommendations or things to go do now, we do have this mobile gamer Discord server. It's still running strong as ever. It's me, it's tiny, and it's gamingonphone.com, and we run this Discord server together. If you're looking for a place to just you know hang out, come and chat about mobile gaming, that's a pretty nice place to go. You know, we, we're not focused on specific mobile games. It's just mobile gaming as a whole. If you have awesome recommendations, go share them with us there. We also over there, you can tag us over there and, and we can have a chat if, if you're into that. So with all of that outro stuff out of the way, we just hope that you'll have a great rest of your day and we hope to see you back in the next one. Bye-bye. So bye-bye, guys.